Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Ready? Let's go! After money, now you're all what you getting in? Perfect Plex Radio, got them listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, just a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling. That's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply, we about to give y'all something special, you ready, let's go, oh what the hell, who the hell, how the hell you do that, welcome everybody to the Mike Knox Show, right here on Unpop Review, Unpop Reviews Wrestling I am your host, Mike Knox, and indeed, I spelled my name with three X's, because like the Philadelphia Eagles making moves, baby, beating the Miami Dolphins, I am hardcore, gotta throw a shot where a shot can be thrown, because it's Monday morning, it's Monday afternoon, and I'm still out here quarterbacking, like we're going to quarterback this show today, people, Woo! We got a plethora of smokers boy. You know that's what I'm gonna say every week. You've been joining us for all these years, 14 years. Make sure you continue to join us. And if right now, like, follow, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. The show for the intelligent wrestling fan is here. We are back and we are live. And we are in living color, people. You can follow us on all the social medias. Well, because social media is actually free. So you going to social media to give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe, it doesn't hurt anything. So while you're there, make sure you follow my social media to the icons and ayatollahs of rock and rollers, Mr. 301 King Vaughn Jr. on the Twitter, the Victorious Ones podcast. Make sure y'all check it out because that boy is hot. His Bianca Belair being back. That's right, y'all. The EST of the WWE is back. And I am the HNIC of this wrestling thing so let's go ahead and sit back and talk about this thing called professional wrestling and as always Vaughn we, 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 we have the week in wrestling and to me right I'm going to be honest here as someone who was not the diehard maverick loving sting fan I feel it's respectful to start with the man they call Stan. Because he announced his retirement coming up. And I know we and I love retirements, right? Like I, I love the fact that how Sting did this, right? Sting did it like Tom Brady. Right? Sting did it like Wayne Gretzky and Merrill Lemieux and the guys you want to go out, like let them know, like. Go ahead and slob on my knob like corn on the cob for the next 365 years or until revolution 2024 comes. But the point is, and the, the simple fact of the matter is, the man called Sting is a legend and an icon. And I just felt that I had to start today's show off with this man that has changed professional wrestling in some manners and to me, more importantly, that, that, that's not spoken about a lot. What's going on, Jeffrey? 
What's going on, Todd? Jeffrey, tell me the franchise, the icon, the sting. My man, Phil, I got to make sure you didn't slander my, my guy. Listen, there is no sting slander tonight, okay? This is merely respect for the man called Sting because as I was getting ready to say, I, I, I think Sting let wrestling fans, right? This, this thing we all love called wrestling, right? That we all know we're all fickle, right? We're all emotional, fickle, walking contradictions. So I'll tell my man, why said bad, the one we call wise, okay? Contradictions because wrestling fans are like pregnant women. If you've ever had a woman or had someone who knows one to be pregnant, they got cravings. They go through mood swings. We're not going to call them that B word. We're going to call them unstable creatures. But they can be unstable. They're bringing a whole life into the world. Let them do what they want to do. But that's wrestling fans, right? We do what we want to do. And Sting took a line in the stand, drew a line in the stand, if you will, so to speak, and refused to cross over. He didn't go to WWE when everyone was leaving to go to WWE. And I think him holding the line gave a certain fan base the respect, honor as being a wrestling fan to stick with that line with him. And I honor that man for that today, for what he has done. And it, the question is, is it the end for Sting? Like, wrestlers all the time say they're giving it up, but rarely ever really give it up. I, I don't want to see Sting wrestling anymore to frankly to be honest with you and i'm gonna say that i'm I'm saying that with honor and respect to the man we call sting this is the mike knox show i'm starting off talking about sting not the weekend wrestling because to me well shit i am talking to weekend wrestling right the biggest thing in the weekend wrestling because the tribal chief roman Reigns wasn't on tv was not bound for glory was not was not the return of bianca belair that's what people want to talk about because that's the whole, oh, I'm excited. Oh, my God. Look at her butt. Look at her butt. Like, what? You only watch Fuxin' for butts? Let me know you do. It's okay. And I'm talking to you. You know who you are, you butt watcher, you nasty perv. But, no, that wasn't the best thing that happened in wrestling this week. It was the icon, the man, the, the, the myth, the legend called Sting. And the question is, I'm asking now, the end of Sting. I felt that Taker, who I felt to the retired years ago, y'all have heard me say this before, when Sting and Darby Allen them first did it with their first rivalry one uh, against Powerhouse Hobbs, as well as uh, the Pebble Ricky Starks, that, that, that uh, cinematic match to me was incredible, right? We did a thing on Unpopular View Top 5 a few uh, months back, uh, what was the uh, best top five cinematic matches of all time, and I never understood how come no one really called that match. That match to me was every bit of cinematic. So, can Sting, can Taker, but we're talking Sting, can Sting survive in that cinematic universe world of wrestling? I think so. So, will he give it all up? Sting has always seemed to be a man of his word, so I'm going to take him at his, at, his, at, his, at his namesake of him saying that he's done. That is it for him. So, I ask you, Vaughn, I ask you, the million dollar audience, what is the Stinger's best gimmick? 
Everybody already know the most popular opinion here, and this is the unpopular review. So as this is unpopular review, means our opinion sometimes can be unpopular, and this is the show for the intelligent wrestling fan. Let me take you down the other big road, right? Like, let me give you a golden ticket to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Wonka comes out December 15th. Take your family if you want to. But how can you have Crow? How can you have Joker without the energy that was brought to you by Surfer Sting? I mean, it's arguably behalf. I always tell people this, right? Like, no disrespect. Let me run that back, right? With all due respect to those who I know personally, those who I know via the social media world, those who follow me. I will never listen to your opinion over the opinion of those who are in the business. I am not in the business, but I have circled the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, if you will, who didn't circle it yesterday as they lost yesterday. Like, not like my Philadelphia Eagles, but that's another subject, another story, for another show. But you have to know how to circle the wagons, right? So you're going to sit here you're going to talk about gimmicks. We're going to talk about all the things that matter in personal wrestling. I can never pretend to know more than the people who have been in the business. But I have been privileged. As today we celebrate Yokozuna passing. I had the privilege of being at the event for 10 years gone, never forgotten Yokozuna event in, uh, uh, in Chester, PA at Harris Casino with Uncle Rikishi, uh, Samu, and, and the rest of that family. During that time, Big Viss was still alive. May he rest in peace as well. I mean, just a great time. Road Dogg, so me and Road Dogg became friends for the program. Interviewed him several times on here. But Sting, Crow Sting, is everybody's favorite. But it's not mine because this guy was original. This guy was different. When he came out, the Great American Bash, and I got chalk line jackets. Chalk out the chalk line. I mean, shout out to chalk line. Make sure you tweet that to me, Vaughn, please. Shout out to chalk line for always having a great apparel, keeping us all fly in the wrestling world. Now the sports and, 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 and pop culture world as well. Chalk line uh, official, please follow them, guys. They got beautiful stuff. They really do. And they're really good to their customers. Uh, and they didn't pay me for this advertising. I just love them that much. I'm going to just say it. Um, he had this sequence jacket. With the flag, man, Sting, this this Sting is goaded. But I know this is everybody's most popular Sting is this guy right here. This is the one. Here we go. Jeffrey Crow Sting. Steve, Steve not Stank. What? Uh, Steve must be in here somewhere. Where, where is Steve? Uh, somebody <laughs> Let's go back up here. Uh, Vaughn Jang and Sting drew the line. Flair and HBK took lines. What, what is that? Whoa. <laughs> really? Some people can't help the booger sugar, Vaughn. They can't help it, okay? Guilty. Sting don't have a butt. What? what? Oh, okay, okay. We're talking about Sting, but somebody else. You know what I'm talking about, Steve. Don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Um, it's just amazing to me how everyone goes to this. I can't get with the crow Sting. Not that I didn't like it. It was just with Brandon Lee's passing. It was personal to me. Right, and the gimmick was great uh, for what it was until he came out the Raptors and started talking, right? And then he goes red and black Sting. Some people like that Sting. Personally, next to Surfer Sting, I prefer Joker Sting from, from TNA days. 
100%. I really do. That's the thing I love the most. But the thing we got is AEW staying, and at Revolution, he will be retiring. And I just want to give some respect to the man called Sting. So we're going to take a little break, come back, we're talking about Bound for Glory, the week in wrestling, and people, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, BrockWrestlingPodcast.com, everybody's got their list, but guess who had a list before all of them? Well, not ProWrestling.com, but Maxim 100 had a list. So Mike Knox said, they got a list? You got a list? You just made the list. I got a list too, damn it. And we're going to do the top 10 men's and women's wrestlers of 2023. And listen, people, you can't have a list without having some, you know, what's the bylaws here? What, what qualifies them to be on this list? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Week in Wrestling is coming up next. This, this Week in Wrestling with King Vaughn coming up. So sit back, relax, and just get ready because it's, 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 it's going to be that kind of show today, y'all. All right? I don't think Mercedes, Sasha, I don't think that was selfish. Only reason is that in wrestling, your career at the end of the day, you really, the way wrestling works, you kind of put your career, your likeness, your life, your profession yep. in the hands of other people. Yep. And you really only have a small window in one shot. And Sometimes it can be messed up so bad that you never get another shot. So I think it's fair for wrestlers to be a bit protective about how they're booked and stuff like that and storylines. Um, of course, it's always good to be a professional and go along with stuff like that. But if you're Sasha, you have real aspirations and you think you're as big as Roman and you're trying to be as big as Roman, you gotta do what you gotta do because it's one life, one shot to get where you gotta go. And if WWE ain't doing it, they stuck these titles on you and put you in a corner. Peace. I'm not sitting around for that. That's just me. You tell me. However, Bronson Reed, in my opinion, was never even over on uh, in NXT. Nah, man, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, they could they put a strap on him and everything, man. He yeah, because they want they were trying to force it. You know, people do it all the time. Look at AEW. People force things. It doesn't need to be forced. Bronson Reed is not it. I people, mean, look, he was you like, know oh, what? there was no campaign. Saying thank you, Bronson. There was no campaign saying why Bronson. Why? It's just that it's about a meat match, bro. Like it's about him jumping off the top rope, looking like Earth. Doesn't even jump off the top rope. Why do the people keep saying that? That shit bothers me. He doesn't jump. He falls. He falls off the top rope. Yes, look at his flash. Hold on, it's effective. That shit is scary when you're looking at it on TV. Like, yo, I mean, yeah, I would be scared. I was like, damn. I don't even care if he's falling. I would still be frightened. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, he, nah see, now nah, you're going to take it extra now. See? Yeah, nah, yeah you're damn right. This is what he does. This is what he does. This is what he does. Look, look, his knees are like four. That's not a jump. That is not a jump. That is literally a fall. That is what he does. Yo, 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 yo. It's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the honky-tonk man. M-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you This Week in Wrestling History with King Vaughn. Alright everybody, of course, this is King Vaughn Jr. of the Victorious Ones Podcast and Perfectly Flex Talk Radio here to give you your Week in Wrestling History. So, of course, October 23rd on, on this day in 1994, uh, Halloween Havoc took, took place and the main event was a career versus career 
steel cage matches. HH defeated Ric Flair. Uh, you know, of course, you know, of course, via pinfall, Mr. T was a special enforcer, and so so of course on, on on this on this on this same day, a lunge blade defeated Bertha Fate to win the WWE Women's Championship '95, and of course in 2000, Yokozuna passed away. Rest in peace to Yoko. October 24th, 1999, WWE Halloween Havoc took place, and on that same night, Harlem Heat won the tag 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 team titles for the third for the third WWE pay per view in the world to become ten time tag team champions. And so, of course, on October 25th, 1976, Bruno San, Martin, Bruno San Martino retained the WWF world title against Nikolai Volkov by, via pinfall in, eight, in 18 and a half minutes. Of course, on, on, on the same day, 1998, Halloween Havoc took place when HH defeated the Ultimate Warrior in, rematch, in, a, in a WrestleMania 6 rematch. And of, um, of course, on, on, this, on the same day in 2015, at Hell in a Cell, the New, the New Day defeated the Dudley Boys to retain the WWE Tag Team titles. And Charlotte defeated Nikki Bella to retain the, retain the Divas title. Um, of course, on the, on, the, on the same day, same day in 2020, Helm Cell in the Thunderdome took place. You know, of course, that was when Sasha defeated Bailey uh, you know, to, uh, to, to win to win the to win the, uh, to win the Women's Championship, SmackDown Women's Championship, and of course Roman defeated Jay Uso in, a, in the Helm Cell as well. And of course, on October 26, 1997, WCW Halloween Havoc took place when Rey Mysterio Jr. defeated Eddie Guerrero. And title versus mass match to take the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. And of course, on the, on the same, on October 27, 1992, WWE take the final Saturday, Saturday night main event until 2006. And that was on the same night, Shawn Michaels, 92, Shawn Michaels to be the British Bulldog to win his first WWF Intercontinental title for his notable birthdays. October 23rd, Carmella turns 36, he's 37. October 24th, Braun Breaker turns 26. October 25th, two cold scope. Two Cold Scorpio turns 58. October 26th, CM Punk turns 45. October 27th, MVP turns 50. And as you week in wrestling history, Mike Knox back to you. Yo, 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 it's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. N-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. Okay. Hold up. Steve, I'm not sure if you are here or not. But so put that comment. What the hell did Steve say? About he, he said something, he said something crazy about that. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Every wrestler that knew them, that's how I was going earlier. When I said why I would listen to somebody versus somebody else I would listen to. He would have been bigger than the Ultimate Warrior. I don't know that. We don't know that. But the people in the business say that. So, uh, i let that one be where it is. I, I see you too. Okay. Uh, let's say you prefer Joker Sting, but don't feel some way about Heath Ledger, uh, the issues of growing Sting because of uh, Brandon Lee. Well, I thought, and, and, and a little bit of what Steve is saying, it was it was exactly a ripoff of the crow, right? The Joker Sting wasn't all Joker, and Heath Ledger, to my opinion, and to most pop culture, I know you know this as well. The Joker's many different Jokers, so I didn't think it was a Heath Ledger necessary Joker kind of thing. Even I can go back to the Adam West Batman. I thought it was more that Joker, but that the Heath Ledger. 
you know, also. So that's a different story. But I, yeah, I, I just, I like that that version of Joker. Again, wrestling fans is what makes us unique, you know, and what we do. Um, so the weekend wrestling, real fast. I'm going to get through this list real fast. We're going to go through this weekend wrestling real fast. Raw Resorts last week. Look at them. Y'all see it. Dirty Dom, Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, Damian No Bunny Priest. They've been the most dominant faction, not name, the bloodline. And we need to start giving them their credit. Not flowers. I think that word is thrown around too much. You know, two words I want to I want to take out my, voc- my vocabulary. I can't even take out your vocabulary. I'm going to take out, give them their flowers, and that's a mid. I'm going to take those out of my vocabulary. I'm tired of hearing them. It's like when a sister tells another sister, yo, bro, what you talking about? You talking to a girl. So what the F you mean, bro? I don't understand it. But the Judgment Day is doing a thing. And they went back their titles. It's me, Oos. Get super kicked by the best Uso, Jimmy Uso. These guys have a little power. You let my friend go and everything's happening good. And, you know, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you, you know. I want it. Like, You're my boy. But you keep winning. And I keep losing. And now my friend's gone. So what's going to happen? And then she just beats the living hell out of her. You know. I love Shayna Baszler. But I hate when she comes out in that damn karate outfit. It doesn't make her look tough. It doesn't make us, as wrestling fans, we look at that like, this is wrestling, not karate. I'm just being honest. As wrestling fans, when we see people wear a certain kind of outfit, costume, gear to the ring, we don't respect it. Only person could get away with that shit was Ken Samrock. Because we didn't know much about ultimate fighting, and he was the man. In Ultimate Fighting. We all knew about Ronda Rousey. I hyped her to the key. I loved her first round. I thought it was Kurt Angle-esque. Right? But once UFC got bigger and got better, that girl was getting her ass whooped. But I would never stop saying that she was beating chicks' ass on Instagram. When Instagram was 15 seconds, Ronda Rousey beating girls' asses. The point of the matter is, when we see Shayna Baszler comes out here in her, in her karate gear, it ain't making us think that she's a wrestler. And I think she, they should abandon that look because Shayna Baszler is that good. That's just pretty good until it got interrupted. Then these two, because they're going to go at it, probably at Crown Jewel, which L.A. No! Somebody said, what the hell? Uh, I'm sorry, it's like T-Rex. Right? Every, time he, y'all, every time y'all say, yeah, no! Because remember, I'm I, I, I the one who had this on my show. Yeah! Seven, nine, ten months ago. Yeah! Y'all are catching on to something that shouldn't be caught on to. They know. Okay? But Seth freaking Rollins, LA, not yet. I'm not going to say not. Right? We're going to talk about him in a second. So maybe I will say not. We never know. Right? Listen, great match between Sinsuke Nakamura and Ricochet. All right? And, and, And Gunther keeps just dominating. And this goes towards. The, the executive consulting making fun of one Bronson Reed. Stop. You are the executive consultant. I'm about to bust you down the bus, boy. Okay? Make it make sense. If you can like Vader, why can't I like Bronson Reed? I'm going to keep saying that until y'all come at me because y'all cannot make a compelling argument for why Bronson Reed is no better than Big Van Vader. Okay? Vaughn, put the link in the chat. 
At this point, I'll give you a minute. You want to report anything I got to say? Hit the line. Let me hit you on the air. We'll get you on. One minute is all you got. And ain't going to be, I'm not going to interrupt you no matter how much dumb shit you may say. And this is a show for the intelligent wrestling fan. I'm going to let you live. But then we get to SmackDown. We get to SmackDown. Yeah. Here's my thing with LA Knight all of a sudden. I don't know where it came from. I'll tell you where it came from. That's a lie because I know where it came from. I know my kids who are listening to the show in the background. Last week, I even told you, they said, Dad, how come I like LA Knight all of a sudden? You liked him in NXT? Why, why you don't like him? I said, you know what? Because your dad's a hater. And I'm a hater because I'm your fan's favorite fan. And your hater's favorite hater. And you're a fan. And every fan has hate inside of them. So don't get off my butts. All right? But it's this simple. And it's this true. When the Heat went against the Miz, the Miz pointed out some very big flaws. And those flaws made me see him differently. It's supposed to help project his career going against Mike the Miz. For me, it it did the opposite. (laughs) I saw, excuse me. I saw where he's not ready for this moment. I saw that this moment right here irked me. Right? It really did because... He spoke to Paul Heyman as if he was Stone Cold Steve Austin. And if wrestling fans always shit on someone directly being a direct ripoff, I'm not talking about imitation is the greatest form of flattery here, people. I'm talking about a straight ripoff. What did The Rock say? I said it to this day. That's gimmick infringement. Okay? He is gimmick infringing upon Stone Cold Steve Austin, who I'm not even a big fan of because he went against all my favorite guys. But I don't think it... I'm not that far removed from Stone Cold where I don't remember Stone Cold. So wrestling fans, hear me out. The intelligent wrestling fans. I want you to look deep down inside you even if you're a fan of this guy, right? My mission in what I do here for the last 14 years, all right, we're back on Spotify, okay? BDSR Networks, the longest running podcast, wrestling podcast in America. Facts. Check it, okay? What I'm saying right here, right now is I've always separated my fandom from the reality, reality and perception. Dan Patrick, you already know the rules. For those who don't know, that's where I stand. That's where I draw the line. Reality and perception. Okay? My reality is not blurry. No matter what the, the, the perception, what you're going to make about L.A. Knight, it, he should have came out differently, and I'm not fucking with it. That's where I'm going to stand at. L.A. no to me. Not yet. Whatever you want to call it. I'm not fucking with it. But I just didn't like none of it that he was doing last week. Just wasn't a fan of it. But Logan Paul is back. And dare I say... Logan Paul, we, we, we said enough about Logan Paul all the time, right? Damn, Ray, you about to lose that belt to Logan Paul. <laughs> what a great match from the LWO and the Prop. What, what the hell are we calling this guy? I don't know what we're calling him. You know, to me, the better of the prophets is Dawkins. I'm a Dawkins, like Mrs. Hawkins, for those who know what movie that comes from, okay? That's how you do it. You walk up on him in broad daylight and pow, blow his brains out, Okay? I'm just saying, like it was a great match, so I had it featured here. But listen, <laughs> the greatest women's wrestler of all time, Charlotte Flair put on a gym with her and EO Sky. Y'all say this girl can't wrestle. Oh, please follow the link. Comment below. Let me know. What do you mean she can't wrestle? 
Y'all see that match? And then Jonathan Horatio, Tom Rodriguez, Tom Brady, Cena, said I had enough. Y'all say, I'm going to say his name again because you don't know. Jonathan Horatio Rodriguez, Tom Brady, Cena, because he's super. He's unstoppable. I should just add Clark Kent in there somewhere, okay, with the stones. That's John, Jonathan Horatio Rodriguez, Tom Brady, Clark Kent, Cena. I just added right there. That's how I can do this, okay? Shout out to Hip Hop Gamer doing his thing in New York, friend of the program. Anybody come out that curtain, I don't care who you are, I'm busting that ass. This man's so low foot too, come through the curtain. It was great. And then all of a sudden, that boring Uso, it's me, Uso. Day one is. Y'all know he a plant, right? Like Hogan to the Impact Wrestling Federation, which we're going to talk about in a second. Y'all know he a plant. But then all of a sudden, we get the greatest thing that happened during that match. We get the return of the EST to the WWE. <laughs> the return. Yes. Yes. I, I, I added the Clark Kent Cena. You like that, right? You like that? Rest in peace. <laughs> Listen. Comment below. Let me know. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Bianca Belair being back, the only thing sucks about it is they, they, they pegged her with Charlotte Flair. I'm going to say this as much as I love Charlotte Flair. She, she is nobody's face. <laughs> and the fact, right, I talked about LA Knight. I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a hundred. All right, let me let me bring this back for you. Right? Don't they hate each other? Like I get sometimes in wrestling where they act like y'all were just beefing, but it's okay, girl. I got you, girl. Uh uh-uh. uh. I, I, I sometimes I just don't. I just sometimes. Girl. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> sometimes I just don't. Kind of it just kicks me in the head. But also in this weekend wrestling, before we move on. Impact is back. Total nonstop action wrestling at the end of Bound for Glory said, you know what? It's time to have the name back. They got the name back. Let me just say this to you, Impact. I've never called you Impact. (laughs) That's a tweet, Vaughn. Hey, Impact, you've always been TNA to me anyway. So I've never called you Impact Wrestling. You've always been TNA. Then I hear today... From the uh, the Z is solid that that not even bring it back to six solid ring. So what the hell? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you really back? You can't really be back. But let's talk about the things that I cared about on this pay per view last night or or on Saturday. By the way, which wasn't too bad. Tracy Brooks going into the Hall of Fame when to get her respect. Mike uh, Mike Tenay and Don West going to the Hall of Fame. I thought that was good as well. Listen, I talked about seeing Punk coming back. Maybe Impact's a good place for him to go. Right? Is that too much of a big ego for him to be in there? I saw that somebody responded to that. Sometimes I see uh, quotes. Nobody's right or wrong in wrestling. We're all fans, right? What I like, what you like is all different. doesn't matter. It's like I say Jordan, you may say LeBron. You're wrong. I'm going to say Jordan. You're going to say LeBron again. You're wrong. But I can't tell you that you're wrong, even though you're wrong. Right? Because that's your opinion. Right? So, uh, but this match, Trinity is doing her thing. And Mickey, J, listen, they have this one part of the match. <laughs> Gotta talk about it, right? Where Trinity does her thing in the corner. I know when she's in, they come to the turnbuckle. She got her feet up and she shakes her ass. She pushes her back. Mickey James just does the Mickey James gives, gives her this. And it says, Don't threaten me with a good time. I said, Yo, look at Mickey James trying to eat the Flamin Mignon. Okay, look out, Jimmy. Then we get real Osprey versus Mike Bailey. And I'm sorry, guys, this match 
was good. But again, it's Will Ospreay. What has Will Ospreay not ever done good, right? I mean, it's Will Ospreay. So somebody give me a match that he wasn't good in, okay? But yeah, that's all I cared about from TNA. So, (laughs) and I give them their props. That's where they props go. But I want to do this, right? Because we'll take one more break. We're going to go out of here and talk about this top 10 list I got, Vaughn, right? And that's this shit right here. Do you see this? Now, as wrestling fans, right? First of all, let me just say this. Because I don't think they get their credit. And I know one gives me my credit, but I'm not sure if the whole group does. And it's okay. Shout out to the wrestling marks of excellence. Dr. D. Nephew Corey. I know who that is. Belt Emperor himself. Champ Creed. International man, a spy, mystery, and sports. And Glenn... Y'all don't know him, but I know him. Thomas, who put me on at Fox Sports. They have a series that was what if, right? Like, and I think like literally at the, at the same time Marvel put it out. So of course Marvel probably had it first, but they were the first ones to me that started this whole conversation, right? And over Sunday of the weekend, as I'm getting ready, as I'm watching the Phillies play, I don't know, seven years ago today, the Cubs went to the World Series. I'm a diehard Cubs fan, but I'm supporting the Phillies. Father from... Philly, 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 where my daddy from? Chicago fan first in every sport except for football. I rock Philly second and everything. That's my second city, cheer from everything. But seven years ago, the Cubs go to the World Series. So I'm sitting here in my timeline, and everywhere on the internet this week is, what if Bret Hart went to Degeneration X? There go my, my bad Vince McMahon again. Here it comes. <laughs> That's some good shit. No, it isn't. That's some bad, like, I've already brought this to you guys, right? Because maybe you guys can make some sense of this for me, right? This is the show with the husband wrestling fan, and I'm still a fan. So, therefore, enlighten me, right? How would this have worked? Just seriously, how would have this have worked? the insights to do it. How would that have worked, right? This is what we got. We, you know what I mean? This man... Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, part two. <laughs> okay. Reason why Cody Rhodes gives the belt out and any wrestler out here gives something to a kid is because of this man. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Yeah, I got a tattoo right there. It don't have no bread hard on it, so y'all know ain't nothing broke back there. You know what I'm saying? But that's, I believe in that saying. So I got it tatted on me. This, how would this have worked? Could you have seen Bret Hart going to Degeneration X? Like, huh? First of all, check out the leather jacket that he got on. All right, with the with the with the uh, the uh, the Canadian Hockey League throwback leather jersey. Fire. Him and Shawn Michaels hated each other. Hated each other. This wasn't like some of the matches that he had. Like they they honestly did not like one another. And as I'm watching people's comments, and I had to be respectful to the group and people who may not be a, a fan of the Mike Knox show, but you can always follow the Mike Knox show on every single podcast now, back on Spotify for the first time in two years, which taken off on some bullshit. But we're back, right? iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts are show, make sure you go there and check out the Mike Knox show on BDSR Network. Just uh, hashtag or Google BDSR Network. Y'all know what it stands for. You don't know. For those who don't know, the best name show in radio. All right? 
14 shows in rotation at one point, and now it's just still holding on strong live from the UK, putting up billboards, doing hip hop at its finest, and doing wrestling right here on Unpopular Review. And you too can get on that on the network, uh, the show that pros listen to. But Vaughn, do you see any sense that could have been made from from Bret Hart being a part of DX? I just what the comments say here? Uh, no, Bret Hart was DX. Um, no, it wouldn't work. What'd you say, Vaughn? You don't see it working either, right? No, I don't see it working. Yeah, how, how can that work? Um, Bret Hart and DX, he would have needed a person. <laughs> that's not right. really. That's, that's wow, that's, that's not right. Yeah, uh, there have been guys who have, have far less personality than Bret Hart. Let's not even go there. That's another conversation. Like you uh, said, that's why Bret Hart left for WCW was because of DX, exactly. Okay, Mickey James was trying to get. <laughs> Okay, I bet she was. You hated the six eyes of ring, six eyes ring. I some you're one of the few I know as a wrestling fan who did not like the six sided ring, Jeffrey. I'll tell you that much. Um, it's, it was pretty loved by a lot, a lot of people. What's going on, Mad Dog? Um, can't wait um, for that. But I just didn't see how this was even a, a subject of conversation. I, I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it. I didn't. I didn't want to get it. So. Um, a couple weeks ago, we did on Unpop Review Entertainment, Unpop Review Wrestling. Make sure you go to Unpop Review Wrestling and go to our top five section. We did top five Eddie Guerrero matches in honor of Eddie Guerrero's birthday coming out. Just wanted to give y'all my five real fast. I'll give you my top ten wrestling men and women's list coming up next. I got number five, Eddie Guerrero versus uh, Kurt Angle at WrestleMania for the title. I got number four, him and six at sold out NWO uh, pay-per-view ladder match. Thought this match was phenomenal. Number three for me, the, the six-man tag or the three-man tag where you got he who should not be named like Voldemort and Kurt Angle against the champions, Ray Mysterio and Edge against the Los Guerreros. We lie, we cheat, we steal. One of my favorite matches uh, in, in his career. Again, this is my top five Eddie Guerrero matches, not yours. Um, him and RVD, y'all know I talk about it all the time. I couldn't get no more than... Uh, Steamboat and, and and Savage, no more than RVD and Hardy. It's like having Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Next will give me Rey Mysterio, I mean, Eddie Guerrero and one Rob Van Dam. Just their matches were always explosive. And then, of course, my number one match, the match that put them on the map, that put the luchadors on the map, WCW Halloween Havoc. But right now, Vaughn, because everybody got lists, right? Remember the top 25 list? I, I might bring that back, top 25 females. I, I, it was going on. I've been on for like 10 years. But the top 25, make it bigger. There you go. Top 25 men's and women's lists of 2023. Now, when people make lists long, you know, I, I'm very critical of lists. Right? And, I, and I've always said, as Ryan Howard's in the building, come on, uh, fly, I mean, Philly's down three to one. I've always said... You know, you have to make it make sense. Don't just give me a list of your top. Why are they your top? Why are they there? What makes them here? So for me, the criteria are very simple. What have they done in 2023? Simple as that. Yeah, no, Jeffrey, you just made the list. <laughs> what have they done in 2023? Have they done those things? Have they done some Dusty Rose things? Truth be told, guys, just so you know, we can start right here, Vaughn. None of these people made the list. This is my honorable mentions. Those who should have, 
could have if you want to replace someone from this year to put them there. But I'm going to explain to you why they couldn't be there. Solo, he's just been solo. Doesn't done enough. His, his impact has been there because he's been next to Roman and he's in the bloodline, the greatest faction of all time, the greatest storyline, I'm sorry, of all time in wrestling history, but not enough. Powerhouse Hobbs is coming on strong. He just beat Jericho. I was reminded backstage when it was like, he's not on your list. Uh, sorry, I couldn't put him there, but he's coming on strong. Swerve Strickland, who I fought really hard to get on the list, but it, consulting with other people, Von, I couldn't consult with you. You're at church on Sundays um, saying a prayer for me. Of course, I hope um, in there, but Swerve, I had a hard time taking him out of my top 10. I thought Swerve has had a phenomenal year. Okay. Then, of course, we got Bailey here. We got Britt Baker. Um, Logan Paul, I had a hard time. I put him on there. Yeah, I got CM Punk up there. I got Phil up here. Phil had a great year before getting fired, but he got fired. So he can't be on the list. Right. You got the king of NXT, Carmelo Hayes. Right. I'm not the biggest fan of Carmelo Hayes. I've openly said that here, but I can't deny what he's done. Um, Hangman Page, I know I'm all a huge mark for Hangman Page, but done some things, but I think the lists you can see and why I can be arguably made of why I put them there are there. Finn, great list being on there. Uh, the, the, the Emmy Award winning Uso, Jimmy Uso, Flamaine Young's husband, and Jay White. Those are my honorable mentions. But my lists go like this through six through 10 for the men. At number 10, we got Damian Priest. Why would we not put Damian Priest on here? He is a Money in the Bank winner. He's a two-time tag team champion uh, in this year. And he arguably had one of the biggest matches of the year with him and Bad Bunny. Right? Number two on the list. Number nine on this list. <laughs> Again, never was the biggest fan of this character. It's still growing on me. But Orange Cassidy... Two-time winning his, his, his title. It, it's just what he's done, what he's done with his character. His character is still developing and still getting pushed. I can see big things from him by the end of this year, going into next year. Will Ospreay, what can we say? Those who didn't ever see him wrestle before, which are some of you, a lot of you, you will say you saw him. Yes, you picked up some YouTube matches there, but you didn't see him on American soil. Um, you didn't see him really do some good things. He's been doing some really good things this year, whether it's in New Japan, whether it's in um, Impact, TNA, whether it's in AEW. He's all over the place right now. Will Ospreay has put on some of the greatest matches of this year. Then we got, it's me, Us J. Uso, the main event himself at number seven. Why number seven? Because that's a holy number. It's a trinity number. He's still climbing. But all my jokes aside or not, Jay Uso is the fastest rising real star right now in wrestling. And I never think, and I can say this, no one can tell me they saw that coming from him being where he is as a solo superstar. Number six, Cody Rhodes. Not the greatest year, but enough to hold him down. He didn't win the title at WrestleMania, but let's not forget what that storyline took a lot of you fans. That storyline enough Leads you to where the storyline continues today. And my 10 through 6 for the women, Miss Jay Cargill. Like, why would she not be there? She, is the, she was the hottest version of the year. She was undefeated. She's only taken one loss in her career for a TBS title, which she lost. She took that loss, went on to get a contract, and now she's appearing on every single thing WWE has to offer. At number 10, Jay Cargill, without even having a match in three months, still. Number 10 on this list, hard to beat. Right now, number nine, Tony Storm. Simple to me. Champion, gimmick change, finally finding her own footage. We always say, like I look at Castillo Velas, uh, Carlito, and I don't see him 
I, I think he made a bad decision by going there. Tony Storm made a good decision by going to, to AEW. She's coming into her own. She, and, I, and I like that. I did. That's what she wanted. I give it to her. Uh, Sheeta, who I'm not a biggest fan of, but a two-time champion winning the title again this year. Just she's continuing to just get better and better and better and better and win. How could you not put her there at number eight? Number seven, Becky Lynch. Every time you want to count out big-time Bex, she comes back and shows you why she's big-time going on the NXT and now trying to make that women's division relevant and putting the ratings that's continuously putting them above other federations and those numbers, including AEW Dynamite, and that's crazy. Number six for me, the misfit herself, Chris Statlander. She beat number 10 to win the title when no one can beat her. How can you not put her in that list? And she's continued to win and win and win so far. So I got to get Chris Statlander up in there. Also, now, coming in, five through one, Vaughn. Number five, Charlotte Flair. Y'all see who's number one, right? Match of the year to me, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley from WrestleMania. Men's, women's aside, go back, watch it. That match was absolutely phenomenal, pun intended to AJ Styles. Charlotte Flair continued to do what she did. You saw the matches had on SmackDown. Listen, why is she at number five? What she has not won a title this year? It's very simple. She is the line. She stays at number five. Number four, your current women's champion, EO Sky. What can we say about that? Number three, Asuka, former women's champion, as well had a great phenomenal year. Just likes lost her belt to EO Sky. Number two, the return of the EST, winning the WrestleMania. That title again, doing what she does best, continue to be the number one product in this company. But I had to put her number two, second to none. Only to Rhea Ripley because right now mommy has done everything to put herself number one. Pro wrestling, wrestling, you got it right. Any woman cannot be above what she has done. What she has done this year, what she has done with Judgment Day. Again, she is the reason single-handedly why we're not sure if Judgment Day even has a leader. You can say it's her. It's not really. You can, you can say yes and you can say no. You can say yes and no for why it could be Damian Priest and yes and no for Finn Balor. She takes the realm sometimes and it gives you that perception, but reality perception, we don't know who leads the Judgment Day, but we know who's their number one, who's the one wrestler this year in wrestling, and it's Rhea Ripley. The coming in from five to one for the men's, simple as this. Have y'all noticed a, a pattern here also, Vaughn? Everybody's champions. At number five, MJF, still, only he done this shit that has been shit is when CM Punk was talking about having a championship, they never let him touch that, but that's not him, that's the company, but you would think for a guy who has a loose potty mouth, loose lip sync ships, he threw a hint in there somewhere about the other champion, and he never did, but still, you fucking mark MJF as number five. Number four, Gunther, how can he not be? The reign is just ridiculous of what he's done week after week, Challenger after challenger, he continues to win the matches, put on good matches. Again, his match at WrestleMania with him, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre, also up there for much of the year as well. And then number three, honestly, just to piss you motherfuckers off, Dirty Dominic, yeah. Number three, two-time, the greatest North American champion in NXT history. What, did somebody say Fell West? No, no, no. We said Dirty Dominic Mysterio at number three. Number two, winning and finally stepping away from the shadow, which is Roman Reigns because, damn it, everybody's in the shadow when it comes to Roman Reigns. Number two, Seth freaking Rollins. And number one, 
Is there any question? He is the greatest wrestler today. He is the icon. He is the current icon. He's a current legend. He's a living legend, a living icon, a living embodiment of God mode. Represent for your tribal chief and, 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 and people. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Your boy is not beating him at Crown Jewel. They just did that to make you guys feel good. So, you know what else makes people feel good? When they think they can rap. No, but Roman Reigns is number one. And Vaughn, what a show today. I appreciate you always holding me down. It's going to be a little bit short for you guys today. My Phillies, uh, my backup team getting their arses handed to them right now. From Arizona, 4-1 to one in the top of the fifth. Need to produce some runs right now. Um, wrestling tonight is going to be crazy. Let's say Roman's part-time reigns. Does that mean he's not great? Was Brock Lesnar not great? Was Undertaker not great? Did you call Undertaker a part-timer, George, when Undertaker only showed up for WrestleManias? Is it, I mean, if you still produce... You still produce. I'm just saying, right? 500 days Intercontinental Champion Gunther. Okay, great women's list. Thank you, sir. I'm fine with that. Top ten as well. I appreciate it. Flip it. What do you say? Flip it. Flair number four. EO Scott number five. Yeah, I just figured that EO's had a, the last four months has been better than Charlotte Flair's. That's what maybe put her there and in that spot. Um, but overall, I think the list is sufficient. I think the list is tough. I think the list is good. Again, comment below. Let me know your thoughts. Listen, guys, guys, make sure you guys can go to Unpop Review on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc., etc. Make sure you follow the Mike Knox Show on all them platforms as well. That is with three X's. My man King Vaughn Jr. always holding me down as always, keeping it live and in check. Make sure you get to make sure you follow the, the Twitter as well. Talk Perfect Plex um, Radio. And um, just overall tonight on Raw, I think. Um, we got because this is this the go home is, is is Crown Jewel this Saturday or next Saturday? Next Saturday, okay. So Jay Uso goes head to head with the Judgment Day's Damian Priest tonight. Um, we got um a women's Becky Lynch defends her title against Indy Hartwell um, tonight as well. We have Logan Paul is going to be on Raw. What is that about? Let's look into that. But at Crown Jewel so far, we know we have Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio. We have your Tribal Chief versus um, LA Not Yet. And it looks like we have a five-way women's match between uh, Rhea Ripley, Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stank, I'm sorry, Zoe Stark, and Raquel Rodriguez. Um so that's what's going on on Raw tonight, guys. Tune in, lock in. Let's get ready for some wrestling. As they would say, are you ready for some football? No, be ready for some wrestlers. Listen to me, favorite guys. Do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love me some me. And don't love God. That's crazy, y'all. I'm out of here. Thank you. Peace. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, Perfect Plex Radio, we about to go live on him, Mike Knox, that's with three X's cause he's hardcore, are y'all ready, we about to give y'all something special, you ready, let's go! 
get the money, now you're all what you getting in. Perfect Flex Radio, got them listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, this a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you